Welcome to Tinker Time with me, Michael J. Tinker. And me, Mr. Grumpy. And a very special guest. She's managed to find a space on her list for us. We've got Septima on the line from the other side of the ship. Why is she calling from there? Why don't she just hop over? Oh, it was something about having to make sure that Igor doesn't use her list as a personal tissue collection again. Uh, oh. Hi, everyone. Now, Septima, I wonder if you could help us. Do you have a big Bible question for us today? Michael's big Bible question. Does God always answer prayers? Thank you, Hutton family. What an important question. The Bible talks about prayers, but sometimes it might feel like we're talking to the air. Does God really hear us? Does he answer? Does he even care? Well, it is very clear in the Bible that God does care. In Matthew 19, verses 13 to 14, Jesus shows us that he loves to meet us, hear from us, and even pray for us. In 1 John 5, verses 14 to 15, we find that he hears us and gives to us when we ask for things that are in line with what he wants and knows is best. This doesn't mean that he physically can't hear you when you ask for something that's not good for you. It's more like your parents saying, I'm not going to listen to you when you ask for something that is not good for you. Just like your parents, just because you ask for something doesn't mean God's going to give it. It needs to be good for you. So if you ask for a shiny car, he's not going to give you one, partly because you're too young to have a license. So. God answers prayer in three different ways. God sometimes says yes, sometimes no, and sometimes wait. In Matthew 20, verse 23, we are told how Jesus said no to James and John's mother when she asked for her sons to be seen as the most important disciples. But not long after, Jesus said yes to a blind man when he asked to be healed. God also sometimes says wait. He not only knows what is good for us, but also when it is good for us. If you want to dig a bit deeper, read Luke 18 verses 1 to 8. What does Jesus teach us about God and how we should pray? I want to tell you a story about life and how hard we make it with our worry and our strife. All the while there's a simple thing we can do That will help us carry on through Have you maybe ever had one of those days When everything is getting you faced You fight at home and you fight at school And fight in your heart so you feel a fool Wherever you look there's hurt and sin But most of all when you look within Ask him to forgive your sins. 
Thank you so much for that, Septima. No problem. Hey, Michael, I've got a question for Septima. How did you become a Christian? Would you be okay to answer that? Yes, of course, I'd love to. So I grew up going to church. My mum and dad were both Christians, but expressed their faith in different ways. So my mum is naturally uh, a bit more outgoing, and my dad's a bit more reserved. So I think I saw Christianity expressed in very different ways from the off and it showed me that one size does not fit all and God is huge and that's great and there's space for everyone and every personality. Um, but on a basic level I was introduced to a world where God existed, uh, where he loved me and had created me to enjoy life with him. It was like wearing a pair of glasses with a pink tint. That was how I saw the world and myself with this pink kind of God-like tint. Uh, as I grew up, I made friends with lots of different people, moved far away from home and had the opportunity to talk to people who had very different perspectives from me, who were wearing a different pair of glasses, if you like, with different tints. Some people think God isn't real, uh, some people think he is but you can't know him very well, or some people have really been hurt by others who are Christians. Um, and it's really important to be curious and respectful and to listen to other people and, found out, and find out why they think the way they do and um, why I think the way I do. And that was really, really useful for me. Um, and through those conversations, it helped me question whether what I thought about God was true. Um, where had that come from? Why did I think the things I thought? And that can seem a bit of a scary thing to do, but it's really important actually to kind of think for ourselves, what do I actually think about this? And that was me. Um, and so now, like, I believe God has made each of us and loves us completely, even if some of our friends or family don't know that yet. Um, and for me, over my life, I've had a deep sense of being loved by God and accepted by him. And this has been a really sustaining force in the good and the difficult times of life. 
And knowing Jesus hasn't made things plain sailing, um, but it has meant that I can feel a level of deep safety and joy, actually, even when things are hard and a bit scary. I've always struggled with uh, the feelings of being judged, uh, getting something right or wrong, a bit of a perfectionist, um, or being good at something or, or not being good at something. And it can be really tiring to live like that, constantly trying to please other people or even trying to please God. Um, and it's a relief <laughs> and something I have to remind myself of every day that God loves me as I am. He is already pleased with me and has chosen me to be part of his family. quite interesting thanks but now time for much hilarity in mr grumpy's joke of the day <coughs> mr grumpy and his joke of the day joke of the day what's he gonna say mr grumpy and his joke of the day joke of the day what's he gonna say now i don't even like jokes Thank you, Jingle Meister. Right, okay, are you ready, Michael? Yep, okay, go for it. Just let me know if these are ones I'm not meant to answer. Uh, no, 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 you can answer all of these. Alright. <clears throat> what goes black, white, black, white, black, white? I have no idea what goes black, white, black, white, black, white. No, Maggie, you get, 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 get your tongue around that one. Black, white, black, white, black, okay. white. Uh, what goes black, white, black, white, black, white? A panda rolling down a hill! Oh, panda rolling down a hill! Yeah, okay, you get it. Um, what do you call a sheep without legs? Uh, I don't know, what do you call a sheep without legs? A fluffy cloud! Hey, hey, hey! Yes, she looks like it anyway. Uh, right, and last but not least for this week. <clears throat> there was a maths teacher who was afraid of negative numbers. Oh, sorry, Michael, this is one you don't answer. All right, good, good. All right, I'm just going to listen. Yeah, yeah, you do that. <clears throat> don't sing. I'm not going to sing, don't I? <clears throat> there was a math teacher who was afraid of negative numbers. He would stop at nothing to avoid them. Oh, because he'd stop at nothing, zero. Oh, that is, that is a good age. Yeah, yes. Very, very good. Um, and, uh, oh, you've done your song already. So cut, cut that out, please, editor. <clears throat> Now to the most exciting part of our show. Remember to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, review it, share it so other people can hear it. And also check out rocketfuelhq.com forward slash Michael J Tinker. I think you're getting that by now so that you can support us monthly and help us make another series of our audio adventure and more podcasts like this. And also if we get enough supporters, it supports me um, during the week to be able to write more songs, to pay my producer so we can put more songs. The more supporters we get, the more stuff we can do and give to you. So please go check it out and uh, maybe recommend it to a friend. OK, now to episode four of our drama. Roberta, take it away. Taking it away. 
Mission to Danger. Episode 4 After the Crash Ship's log entered by Mr. Grumpy. Looks like I'm the only one to survive the crash. Actually, I think I'm okay. And it sounds like I'm hearing voices in my head. Maybe I hit it when we crash landed on Dendros. That voice is not in your head. It came from my head. My mouth. Who said that? Is that Dr. Von Pompom Giggle? Dr. Von Pompom Giggle. I'm over here. Right. So, uh, ship's log entered by Mr. Grumpy. Looks like only two of us survived the crash. I'm okay. <laughs> oh. So, three of us. Four of us. Septimus? Hello. Sorry, blacked out there. But I think I'm basically fine, as long as I don't laugh. You'll be fine if Michael tells a joke, then. <laughs> what about our captain? Looks like he didn't make it. Ship's log, entered by Mr Grumpy. Our captain hasn't survived, so I'm taking over. What? what ho, chaps. Fine morning, what? Too late. I'm in charge now. No, you're not. Captain, are you OK? That's a big bruise on your head. Are you sure you're OK? Are you concussed? The yellow-spotted millipede defend themselves with hydrogen cyanide, which smells of toasted almonds. You're fine. Thank goodness. Look, we've just crash-landed on Dendros. Hasn't anyone been actually hurt or injured at all? The crew's all present and correct, so business as usual. Ah, oh, shame. Wait a minute. Aren't we forgetting someone? Are we? In fact, where are we and why are we even on this planet? Yes, I've forgotten as well. Although I do remember riding a bicycle and then it all went black. Wait, I remember... We came here to see all the species of butterfly. Ah, yes. I was looking forward to that. But you don't go on such a massive expedition just to look at insects. I did. Walked across the whole of Sudan just to find a beetle. And would you believe what happened when I found it? What? I trod on it. I'd got so used to walking, I didn't know how to stop. Oh, well, maybe this was just a mission to discover new species then. Oh. What is that noise? Intruder! Attack! Where's it coming from? It's coming from... Uh, oh. It's coming from... Me! Oh! Attack! Attack me! Someone hit me with this big metal stick! Hey! If you insist. Right, hold still. Wait, it's not coming from you, Igor. It's coming from under you. We can't be sure. I better whack him with this stick just to be on the safe side. No! He's right! Do it! No! Do it! No! I got everyone! Quiet! Listen. Uh... I go, stand up. But I'm very comfortable on this cushion. It's not a cushion, it's Michael! Of course! It's alright, I go, don't get up. I go up. 
Okay. Thank you. So now I hit Michael with this stick. No! Michael, you all right? Think so. What happened? We crash-landed on Dendros. The ship's a total wreck. Although, to be honest, it was kind of like that to begin with. Except now it's red-hot and smouldering. Although, on the plus side, we landed in a lake. That's a plus? Oh, I realise, as I said it, that it sounds bad. All part of the plan. You're welcome, everyone. I knew I could land this thing and get us down safe. It's all in the wrists. Years of experience. Did I tell you about the time I skippered a ship through the shark-infested waters of Lake Nicaragua? Like the jaguar. Well, this lake doesn't look like it has sharks in it. Oh, except for that fin over there. Oh, look, there's another. Oh, another. Attack the sharks. Oh, just get to dry land. Okay, I'll paddle us to safety. Paddle. Come on, paddle. Do it faster. Come on, paddle, paddle, paddle. How are you feeling now, Michael? He's fine. He's not fine. When we crashed, he took it really hard. All oh, right. And the rest of us landed on pillows, did we? Michael's on a special mission to Dendros, and we're meant to be helping him. Well, we got him here, and that's all we had to do. Let's go home. This will, I think, be a problem. Our spaceship is broken, missing its onboard computer. Want to very wet. We will fix the ship. We're going to need help. Someone needs to go out and see if they can make contact with anyone. Ah, yes. That'll go well. This is the planet that fired rockets at us. What do they do for an encore? Cover us in fish sauce and throw us to the sharks? I'm not afraid. I'll go. Excellent. I'll go too. I am the captain, so I must lead this expedition. Well... I'm not going anywhere. I'll stay here and look after Michael. Actually, I I think I'm feeling a bit better. I might even sing a song. Right, I'm going. Well, be careful. Don't start a fight. I never started a fight that I couldn't finish. (laughs) That's what I'm worried about. Now, there are two things you need to know about being in enemy territory like this. The first is to keep in single file. So it makes us more difficult to attack in one go. So, Igor, you go behind me... And then Mr. Grumpy, behind you. Okay. Wait, wait, no way am I going downwind from Igor. Why not? I saw what he had for lunch. Baked beans, cauliflower cheese and sprouts. I love sprouts. Well, I'm not standing behind you. I'll go in the middle. Okay. Excellent. Now, the second thing is really crucial. We have to be as quiet as as possible. What did he say? He said we had to be as quiet as possible. Why? No, no. Captain, why do we have to be as quiet as possible? We don't want to alert the enemy to our presence. Oh. What did he say? He says we have to be quiet so we don't alert the enemy to our presence. Oh, okay. He says okay. Excellent. Carry on. Hello. Search party. Halt. There's a lady here. 
felicitations and salutations to you, my good madam. Do you hail from these parts? We present ourselves to you with a disposition of concord and reconciliation. Do you speak English? That was English. Was it? I think so. I think he said hello. Hello? Could you take us to your leader? Well, I don't think so. Oh. Any chance of a cup of tea? Oh, we can do that. Excellent. That's probably my favourite song. It's a good one. How are you feeling now? Better. In fact, I'd be completely fine if Dr Von Pompernickel hadn't tried to bring me round with shock therapy. Still, you're a special agent. You must be used to torture. <laughs> I don't think anything can really prepare me for being attacked by a scientist with a hairdryer on the hot setting. Did it burn? A bit. I'm fine, really. I'm just worried about the others. They've been away for ages. I'm worried too. Do you think they've been captured? If Archibald's in charge, the most likely reason they're not back is that they're lost. Ooh, good point. Ahoy there! Oh, he's back. In fact, they're all back. It's possible they've just walked around in a giant circle. <laughs> yeah, I had wondered that. We've made contact with the natives. They're awful. Terrible. They turned my stomach. What? What did they do? What did you see? They made us. Tea and cake, and we're nice. Just so nice. Ugh. Yes, I can confirm the natives are friendly. Are they, Igor? I had a cake. It was pink. There you go. Can they help us? Can they fix our ship? We didn't quite get that far. After a cup of tea, I told them about various adventures I had in Peru, where I spent years looking for the Aztecs. Weren't the Aztecs in Mexico? That's why I spent years looking. Anyway, after a while, we said we had to get back to our friends and our ship, and so they sent us on our merry way. And then... You got lost. Well, maybe a bit. One tree looks very much like another. But eventually we found the right path, and here we are. Uh, oh, um, did they sound... Interested when you mentioned your friends and your ship? Oh, they were fascinated and wanted to know more, but my lips were sealed. Mine weren't. I was eating cake. They clearly realised that torture wouldn't work on me, so they let us go. They did teach us about that at special agent school. What? Giving away information? Leading people back to your camp? Remember, this planet did open fire on us. Oh, there's nothing to worry about. They're friendly. I'm sure they didn't follow us. We are in no danger whatsoever. OK, nobody move. You are completely surrounded. Put your hands up and come with us. Will there be more pink cake? No. Oh. Maybe a little bit. Guys. OK, everyone, move. But you just said nobody move. I didn't. I, I mean... Look, just start walking, will you? You're all under arrest for trespassing on the planet Dendros. But we come in peace. You expect us to believe that? Now, come on. Move or we shoot. 
We've been fired at, crash-landed, and now we've been captured. I fail to see how today could get any worse. Single file? Michael, you go behind, I go. If you like. I... Oh, Igor, what did you have for lunch? Thigh. Episode 4 was written by James Carey and starred Anna Nicholson and Michael J. Tinker. Sound was created and edited by Nicholas Alexander. Join us again for the next exciting, incredible installment of Mission to Danger. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of our podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. Do join us next week for more exciting adventures to the planet Dendros, as well as jokes and big Bible questions and songs. Um, Please subscribe, please rate, please review, and please go check out rocketfuelhq.com forward slash Michael J. Tinker so we can make more of this. Bye.